हेलो गाइज वेलकम टू एपिसोड नंबर थ्री एंड पार्ट नंबर टू ऑफ जॉनथन लिविंगस्टन सीगो हेयर वी गो सो दिस इज हैवन ही थॉट एंड ही हैड टू स्माइल एट हिमसेल्फ इट वॉज हार्डली रिस्पेक्टफुल टू एनालाइज हैवन इन द वेरी मोमेंट दैट वन फ्लाइज अप टू एंटर इट एज ही केम फ्रॉम अर्थ now about the clouds and in close formation with two brilliant girls he saw that his own body was growing as bright as theirs true the same young jonathan seagull was there that had always lived behind his golden eyes but the outer form had changed it felt like a seagull body but already it flew far better than his old one had ever flown why with half the effort he thought i will get twice the speed twice the performance of my best days on earth his feathers glowed glowed bright and brilliantly white now and his wings were smooth and perfect as sheets of polished silver he began delightedly to learn about them to press power into these new wings at 250 miles per hour he felt that he was nearing his level flight maximum speed at 273 he thought that he was flying as fast as he could fly and he was ever so faintly disappointed there was a limit to how much the new body could do and though it was much faster then his old level flight record it was still a limit that would take great effort to crack in heaven he thought there should be no limits the clouds broke apart his escorts called happy landings jonathan and vanished into thin air He was flying over a sea towards a jagged shoreline. A very few seagulls were working the updraft on the cliff away off to the north at the horizon itself flew a few others new sights new thoughts new questions why so why so few girls heaven should be flocked with gulls and why am i so tired all at once gulls in heaven are never supposed to be tired or to sleep where where had he heard that the memory of his life on earth was falling away earth had been a place where he had learned so much of course but the details were blurred 
something about fighting for food and being outcast. The dozen girls by the shoreline came to meet him, none saying a word. He felt only that he was welcome and that this was home. It had been a big day for him, a day whose sunrise he no longer remembered. He turned to land on the beach, beating his wings to stop an inch in the air, then dropping lightly to the sand. The other girls landed too, but not one of them so much as flapped a feather. They swung into the wind, bright wings outstretched. Then somehow they changed the curve of their feathers until they had stopped in the same instant their feet touched the ground. It was beautiful control, but now Jonathan was just too tired to try it. Standing there on the beach, still without a word spoken, he was asleep. In the days that followed, Jonathan saw that there was as much to learn about flight in this place as there had been in the life behind him. But with a difference, here were girls who thought as he thought. For each of them, the most important thing in living was to reach out and touch perfection in that which they most loved to do, and that was to fly. They were magnificent birds, all of them, and they spent hour after hour every day perfecting and practicing flight, testing advanced aeronautics. For a long time, Jonathan forgot about the world that he had come from, the place where the flock lived with, this, with its eyes tightly shut to the joy of flight, using its wings as means to the end of fighting and finding for food. But now and then, just for a moment, he remembered. He remembered it one morning when he was out with his instructor while they rested on the beach after a session of folded wing snap rolls. Where is everybody, Sullivan? He asked silently, quite at home now with the easy telepathy that these girls use instead of screes and grags. Why aren't they there many of us here? Why? Where I came from, there were thousands and thousands of girls I know. Sullivan shook his head. The only I answer I can see, Jonathan, is that you are pretty well a one in a million bird. Most of them came along ever so slowly. We went from world, one world into another that was almost exactly like it, forgetting 
right away where we had come from not caring where we were headed to living for the moment do you have any idea how many lives we must have gone through before we even got the first idea that there is more to life than eating or fighting a power in the flock a thousand lives john 10000 and then another 100 lives until we began to learn that there is such a thing as perfection and another 100 to get again to get the idea that our purpose for living is to find that perfection and show it forth the same rule holds for us now of course we choose our next world through what we learn in this one learn nothing and the next world is the same as this one all the same limitations and lead wait to overcome he stretched his wings and turned to fa- face the wind but you john he said learned so much at one time that you did not have to go through a thousand lives to reach this one in a moment they were airborne again practicing the formation point rolls were difficult for through the inverted half jonathan had to think upside down reversing the curve of his wings and reversing it exactly in harmony with his instructors let's try it again sullivan said over and over let us try it again then finally good and the beginning practicing and the began practicing outside loops one evening the girls that were not night flying stood together on the sand thinking jonathan took all the courage all his courage in hand and walked to the elder girl who it was said was soon to be moving beyond this world Chiang he said a little nervously the old seagull looked at him kindly yes my son instead of being enfeebled by his age the elder had been empowered by it he could outfly any girl in the flock and he had learned skills that the others were only gracious coming to know Chiang this world isn't heaven at all is it the elder smiled in the moonlight you are learning again jonathan seagull he said well what happens from here where are we going is there no such place as heaven no jonathan there is no such place heaven is not a place and it is not a time heaven is being perfect He was silent for a moment. 
You are a very fast flyer, aren't you? I, I enjoy speed, Jonathan said, taken aback but proud that the older elder had noticed. You will begin to touch heaven, Jonathan, in the moment that you touch perfect speed. And that isn't flying a thousand miles an hour or a million of flying at the speed of light because any number is a limit and perfection doesn't have limits. Perfect speed, my son, is being there. Without warning, Chiang vanished and appeared at the water's edge 50 feet away, all in the flicker of an instant. Then he vanished again and stood in the same millisecond at Jonathan's uh, shoulder. It is kind of fun, he said.